Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show. You got in. Over here. With a friend. And found a spot close enough to see the set list. They're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today. Only a Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy the Goldilocks Productions presentation of the In the Psychic Flow Show with Caroline Carey. Well, hello, everyone. Good evening. So nice to be here tonight on In the Psychic Flow. I'm your host, Carol Ann. How are you all tonight? Um, I'm asking you, I know you'll be queuing in for some mini readings. There is something I wanted to do first because today is a very special day. This is the 75th anniversary of the Normandy D-Day landings, um, the, uh, the beginning of the end of World War II. So since so many of our veterans are passing and will no longer be able to speak about uh, this huge uh, event in history, I just wanted to recall our memories to remember them and everything they gave so that we enjoy the freedom that we have today. Uh, Veterans have a special place in my heart. I did a lot of research into World War II at the bequest of my doorkeeper, Walter, 
Henderson, who died uh, in um, September of 1944. The war ended, thanks be to God, in May of 1945. So I think he wanted me to understand, and he's British, he wanted me to understand what uh, the world was like when he was alive and what was going on. So somehow I, I developed a fascination for history of World War II, so obsessed. Uh, I did nothing but read uh, World War II biographies, mostly American, uh, Battle of the Bulge, mostly the European theater, uh, the Normandy landings, uh, D-Day, and that kind of thing. I don't know why. I was obsessed. And I think I read about 250 biographies and historical accounts over a three- to four-year period. I read nothing else. Don't ask me. So it has to be an assignment from my doorkeeper, who is Walter. So in any event, I have a few things I want to share with you today. Um, for some reason, seemed very important. So I'm going to uh, – it's important not only because today is a special day. It's the 75th anniversary. We will no longer have these veterans in our lives, and uh, which is unfortunate. But those that did um, survive – World War II and were decorated. There was one in particular I wanted to mention today, an honorable mention, a decorated World War II veteran who earned three Purple Hearts and seven Bronze Stars for his bravery. He was laid to rest today on the 75th anniversary of the D-Day invasion. Mr. Carl Mann, M-A-N-N, of Indiana, was part of the second wave of Allied troops who stormed Omaha Beach in Normandy, the first wave being nearly obliterated. This was during the Nazi occupation of France, July 6, 1944. So I want to uh, remember Mr. Mann today. Also, I would like to explain a little bit. Uh, there was a wonderful article by Matthew Robinson of CNN, one of many wonderful articles that I read about D-Day. D-Day was the military term for the first day of the Normandy landings, uh, which is the largest amphibious invasion ever undertaken and laid the foundation for the Allied defeat of Germany in World War II. The invasion took place on June 6, 1944, and saw tens of thousands of troops from the United States, the U.K., France, and Canada landing on five stretches of the Normandy coastline, codenamed Utah, Omaha, Gold, Juno, and Sword Beaches. Also, last but not least, Point de Hawk, which was an incredibly dangerous uh, mission by the uh, Rangers, uh, the United States Rangers. Planning for D-Day began more uh, than a year in advance, and the Allies carried out substantial military deception, codenamed Operation Bodyguard, to confuse the Germans as to when and where the invasion would take place. The operation was originally scheduled to begin on June 5th, when a full moon and low tides were expected to coincide with good weather, but storms forced a 24-hour delay. Operation Overlord, which was the amphibious landings, uh, they crossed the channel, the English Channel, in horrendous weather, um, stormy, windy, and it was very difficult. Many of the men were seasick, frightened, 
and um, had taken sleeping pills uh, given to them by the Army, et cetera, the Navy, to keep them calm and to have them get some sleep the night before. So many of them were kind of hungover and still seasick. So to land in this terrifying barrage must have been absolutely awful. I just can't even imagine. Um, the U.S. troops that were assigned to land at uh, Utah Beach uh, and Omaha at the northern end of Normandy, the British landed on gold, the Canadians at Juneau, and finally more British at Sword, the easternmost point of the invasion. Um, despite getting a stronghold on the French coast on D-Day, despite her horrific losses, which I'm going to go over here, um, they still needed, the Allied forces still faced the fact that any bombardment by the Germans could push them back. A series of events fortunately prevented that. Uh, they needed to build up troops and equipment in Normandy faster than the Germans, allowing for a continued invasion into mainland Europe. Uh, the Allies used their air power to slow the German advance towards Normandy by blowing up bridges, railways, roads across the region. This allowed the Allies to gain total control of Normandy 77 days later and move on to Paris, which they liberated in August of 1944. 7,000 ships took part in the invasion, including uh, 1,213 warships and 4,127 landing craft. Some 24,000 Allied troops were also dropped behind enemy lines shortly after midnight on the day of the invasion, the, uh, 132,000 men landed on the beaches. The troops were supported by 12,000 Allied aircraft, and 10,000 vehicles were delivered to the five beaches. On D-Day alone, 4,414 Allied troops were confirmed dead, with more than 9,000 wounded or missing. So that is the story. A brief synopsis of D-Day. So now my spirit guest that is with me this evening uh, is was not part of the Normandy landings, but I shared uh, Dr. Uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Mann's experience briefly that he was a decorated war uh, veteran from Normandy Beach and was buried today, passed at 92 years old. Uh, our spirit guest tonight is. Uh, a young gentleman that I had met as a result of a past life regression. I'd had three past life regressions uh, in my life, just out of curiosity. Two of them prominently featured the name Braithwaite, which is B-R-A-I-T-H-W-A-I-T-E. Now, this is a very common name I, I learned uh, in Britain. At the time, I had never heard of it before. This was probably 30 years ago. It was the first time I heard the name. The, uh, this last past life experience a few months ago, I was shown a cap. Uh, I recognized it as a World War II cap with a visor, but it was blue, um, a light muted blue, which is more like the RAF than the American uniform. I saw a plane going down over water a crew of nine or more lining up to parachute out. The man who was showing me the story imparted to me that he was Charles and that there was no time. I saw the crew exiting through the top of the aircraft into the ethers. The plane looked to me like it broke apart, and I thought maybe it had landed on land. 
I later found it broke up over the water. So I think what I was seeing, or maybe an image of how it blew up, uh, Charles, the gentleman that I met, imparted to me, he had three initials, as well as the last name he had been showing to me in my other two, or at least one other past life regression. His initials were CRW. I didn't get them at the time, but I knew one was a C, and I knew one was an R. Uh, further research revealed it was CRW. The beginning of a word like HOR, maybe Horsham, was spelled out in front of me. And to explain what I get, sometimes I get uh, like a text message across the screen in front of my eyes. But it goes so fast at times, I only catch a few letters at a time. Uh, Charles showed me a reaction or, uh, that was of anger with his plane going down, which is kind of perplexing. He was angry, and he said, we were just getting started. I, I think he was actually furious is the feeling that I got uh, seeing Charles in this situation. After the participants, uh, this was done in a group situation, after we uh, finished our regression, we discussed our experiences, and I had relayed what I had seen, and a gentleman in the group of us said to me, it could have been a liberator or a flying fortress plane from Horsham, RAF base, a bomber. And he said, those planes usually only carry about seven men. I said, gee, I saw about at least nine. Uh, and he said to, he said to me, maybe um, it was a special operation. So he'd had some World War II experience, which we never really got to discuss because we were so busy talking about a few other things. So um, having been a crazy a late night researcher. Um, I led a circle, a trans circle, for uh, four years, and I would do some research on the spirits that came to visit us in that circle. So I got good at doing some historical research, and I did quite a bit on this gentleman, Charles. Um, I found the last name of Braithwaite, and the only one that had a listing um, of RAF. Uh, planes that are, or that were killed in action was it was only one listing with three initials and it was CRW. So I found CRW Braithwaite in Squadron 214, the RAF Royal Air Force, stationed in Alton, in Surrey, in the United Kingdom. There were 17 flying fortresses and three liberators at that base at different times. Uh, plan, uh, Charles was a flight sergeant and the rest of the crew, they were all on plane uh, flight KJ-112. Now, at this point, I had found a picture of Charles. Looked very young, like 18. I think his age might have been 23, but he looked younger. I looked into the flight, and I looked into the squadron. Um, I found a Scotland Yard investigative branch letter sent to the flight lieutenant's family. His name was William Alice. I found the operation record for Squadron 214, dated March 1945, which states uh, KJ-1112 was on special duty March 21st through the 22nd, 1945. The aircraft was to carry out a jostle patrol over Hamburg, Germany. Uh, that is a radar scrambling type of and uh, information gathering type of flight. Usually 10 people on a crew with that. 
and the flight's duties were to run interference for the bombers. According to an eyewitness account, a pilot from another fortress, uh, this particular plane, KJ-112, was hit and plummeted down to the water by the mouth of the Elbe River. This is before Hamburg, Germany. It was reported no one was seen parachuting out. It was also stated in a final report by Scotland Yard, the Flying Fortress and the whole crew of 10 were lost without a trace. Charles R. W. Braithwaite is uh, commemorated at Runnymede Cemetery in Surrey, England, on panel 270. As far as I can tell by historical records, his plane and the rest of his crew were never found. They are considered lost without a trace. I asked my doorkeeper, Walter, why do I not feel like this young man was me? After I did all this research and I found out what happened and I I didn't see his face, but I got his information imparted to me, why do I not feel that this is me? And he's also British, and I don't I particularly identify with that. Does this mean I was British? Walter, in his usual British manner, because he is British, no, you were not British now, and you never have been. The young man you saw is dead. You are a medium. That is why you saw him. The young man wanted you to tell the story of him and his crew. So it is in remembrance today that I share the story of Flight Sergeant C.R.W. Braithwaite and the crew of KJ-112. May they never be forgotten. I also just wanted to take one moment and read this. This is a letter from the Braithwaite's 94 Stanley Road in Tennington. It's dated November of 1945. Now remember, Charles was killed in May, I'm sorry, March of 1945. Uh, Dear Mrs. McFarland, referring to your son missing on the 21st of March of this year. McFarland was on this flight, I think. Both my husband and myself wish to convey our deepest sympathy. At the same time, we would be pleased to hear from you should you at any time have the faintest shred of news. We on our side also have a son missing, Flight Sergeant C.R.W. Braithwaite, and we know you must feel the same as us with reference to the slightest news obtainable. So far, with continual inquiries at the Air Ministry, we have heard nothing. Uh, Very sad that that is the case. Um, so you can imagine what these families were going through, and they would keep the letter continues that they would continue and keep each other in prayer. So I just wanted to share that with you today. So that is my history lesson for today and some of the things that I do uh, in my life with the spirit people that come through. My view of I was never a tremendous believer in reincarnation. I did these past life uh, regressions as uh, an ex- just as an experience. I really didn't know what to think um, of them. I really didn't identify. I definitely saw information, but I didn't identify uh, with that, with the people that I saw. And now I understand why, after Walter was happy enough to explain to me that uh, it is not me, it is not my life I am seeing, it is people that are deceased. So that made a lot more sense as a medium to me 
than that experiencing that myself. So that's how I look at it, is that the people that I saw are dead. That makes sense to me. So anyway, so thank you for allowing me to commemorate this day. And we do have a few callers queuing up that are not uh, snoring, I think, at this point. Let me see. Uh, We have area code 302. If you would like to join me and maybe we'll do some mini readings and do some chatting about spiritual work or answer any questions that you have. Area code 302, are you there, please? Hi, yes, I am. Hi, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm great. What's going on? Um, I would like a mini reading, but I first want to thank you for acknowledging um, D-Day. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Um, Thank you for mentioning that. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like it's been ignored for a long time. A lot of people don't, especially maybe younger than ourselves, uh, don't quite get it. And I think that they should get it. So I feel that the stories of these people need to be told. And that's just my personal little thing. And thank you for listening. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. So I'm wondering about my love life. When's it going to happen? What's your name, hon? Oh, Jackie. Jackie. Okay. Thank you for your comments. Um, Love life. Love life. And I'm sorry. my, My big dog decided to drink out of the water bowl the minute that you called me. I apologize. So I was no, trying no, to keep no, the phone away from the water bowl. <laughs> he was drinking. You do everything you can before 7 o'clock, you know, for 7.30, before I have to get ready for the show. And they still love to interrupt the show. Um, I feel as I want to, I'm getting the word grandmother here. So do you have a grandmother past? I feel maybe mom's side. Would that be correct? Uh, yeah. I mean, everyone's past. My mom, my dad, my grandparents. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why I got mom. Okay. I uh, just want to let you know that they're here in spirit. Sometimes they give me some information. Love life, love life. She wants to know a better love life. Come on. Let's see. What do we got? Hmm. Fear of failure is the first words that I get. Um, I don't know if you've had a fear of failure of a relationship or if you experienced something in the past. Um, I ask you to let go of that because I do feel... Let me see what we got here. Something with a lot of color. Um, I do feel a gentleman. And I feel um, a little bit older. Not old that he's not a virile man. You know, I wouldn't wish that on you. Um, (laughs) you Not after you've waited, you know. That would be terrible. Um, I feel a little bit older in the sense that uh, I feel a, a global uh, presence with the gentleman. I feel um, a cultured kind of thing. Not flashy, but I feel experienced in matters, the worldly matters, and uh, an intelligence, and I see books. Uh, I feel um, an appreciation for the finer things in life. I am not a show-off. And when and what I get is uh, your mother is song. Is there a birthday here? Somebody's birthday. She's birthday. Um, let's see. Mm, 
No, the next birthday is going to be my oldest sister's, and her birthday's in July. Okay, so she had mentioned something about a birthday, so I guess birthday was coming up. That sounds rather generic, so I'm going to ask her for something else. Um, I feel, when I am with your mother, I feel like, I want to say to you, I've got rhythm almost. Like, I feel like uh, music kind of energized her, or she liked music. Um, I don't know if she kept the radio on, or in her younger days she was more active. I also want to say, would that be possible? Did she enjoy music as a younger person? Um, well, I remember like hearing her sing sometimes, and I would say, okay. "Man, you have a really good voice," and oh, she okay. would like you know di- di- dismiss it, you know. Okay, um, I feel that she enjoyed it, and she just kind of grew up with that, um, and that was just part of her personality to do that. And I think she enjoyed it. I don't think she thought she was really good, but I think that she enjoyed it, and she probably was good. Uh, I think she mm-hmm. was modest about it. I also feel moving my body to music a little bit, and I think she would hum as she did things. Um, Mm -hmm. I also want to relate to you something about a scarf tied around your head, uh, like a a headband almost, you know, like you would take a scarf and tie it behind your neck. Um, Uh I feel that with you. I feel like touching. I feel her looking at your hair or taking care of brushing your hair. I want to say to you, uh, I feel that this was an illness here that she passed from. Would that be correct? Because I feel there's some caretaking going on. Yeah. Okay. She wants to thank you for that. Thank you for taking care of me the way I took care of you as a little girl. Um, A lot of tenderness there, so I want to thank you for that. And so that you're not crying, uh, I want to let you know that she is fine. She is younger. She is swaying her hips. She has company on the other side. Uh, did you say your father is passed as well? Yes. Okay. And he says, now listen to me. He says, what does he say? He wants me to go on with this description of this gentleman. Now, I'm going to I'm not going to ask your age, but I'm going to say you're not a ch- you're not a child, all right? And I I'm, think that I'm you've not. had some experiences. Yes. Okay. Um would this be number 3 for you if you met a gentleman now? Would this be the third romance of significance? Um third, maybe, yeah, probably around third or fourth. All right. He's saying, I want to say to you, to you the third one is the ticket. So be careful in your selection, but there is definitely a worldly culture gentleman. He's not flash. He is solid and stable, which is exactly what you need. There is romance there. Um, I do feel someone that takes care with his dress. He is a generous gentleman. Um, he has a good sense of humor little quirky, and I feel there's a stability. Um, I don't feel a uniform as his job. I feel he may be retired or thinking of retirement or planning retirement, but I feel that he um, is in education or something, to, something like that. So I want to let you know that, uh, and of course you have to leave your home to meet someone, but I do feel I would go where there is music, uh, where there is occasions that are lighthearted and fun, 
and I also feel a love of history or an interest, a love of history on his side, and maybe an interest in your on your side. Does that make sense to you? Uh, yeah. Okay, good. Um, terrific. So Dad says the third one is the charm. I think well, he's discounting one, or maybe he didn't know of one relationship. If you're saying there was four, he's saying there's three. Maybe mm. three significant. Um, I want to let you know, and he's eating corn on the cob, so I don't know if he's trying to tell you I have my teeth now or I enjoyed corn on the cob, but I'm eating corn on the cob in heaven. Thank goodness there's food over there. That's all I can say. <laughs> and there is music. I have a radio going on in the background, and there are other people in the kitchen. The kitchen mm. seems to be the favorite spot um, of your family and spirit, so I want to share that with you. Uh, is there anything else that I can help you with tonight? Um, what's or attempt to my help neighbor? you with? Your neighbor is crazy. Does that make sense? Yeah, I like, he brings out a rage in me. Oh, because he's crazy. Uh, and I feel like I'm, I'm like at the end, like I, I can't take it anymore. Is he doing little things to instigate? Well, he's some of the little things, but he's also doing big things, like in the past. He's lit fireworks off in my driveway. He's parked in my driveway. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's a UPS driver, and he's actually put packages um, in behind um, my shrubs so that they'll get rained on. Did you call UPS? I did. I reported that. But yeah. he's, he's done. Uh, he's done like it's like today. I was pulling in, in to the development. He was in front of me. He like drove like a mile. You know, like super slow. He reminds me of a twelve-year-old. Yeah. Like you know how they try to get your attention. Uh huh. I think he needs to be in um, reform school. And he's always like, why? Where are you going? Why are you in a hurry? Where are you going? Oh, my Cause God. I'm, I'm single and live alone, and um, I unfortunately live next to him. Oh. And um, and he's an idiot. Yeah. Um, if you have not reported any, you know, you write your instances down, and you can, you can stop in the police station and say this guy is incredibly annoying. Um. I don't know if he's like a stalker. He's trying to detain me. Uh, I would report it even if they don't do anything. That way that you do have a claim on record. It's just mm-hmm. my unprofessional opinion. And I would tell him, um, you know, I would just say to him, do not bother me or I'll call the police. Like, why is he doing this to me, though? Like, he's trying to get he's- your attention. Um, maybe he, uh, I've noticed something about, I reported this on Facebook one night. I've had a few instances where I've had men tell me that I was not driving correctly, or one told me I wasn't parked correctly. I I have a a large, long van, and sometimes I always don't fit in the spot, so the ass end of the car is a little bit crooked, you know. So they had loved to point this out to me, and I felt like saying, are you whipped Boy, is that what your problem is? Because your wife doesn't listen to you, so you see me by myself, so you think you will take it out on me. That's the impression I got. And I'll tell you what, I don't put up with it anymore. Yeah. And if he had been close enough to me, uh, a friend of mine bought me a taser, which I swore I was going to get, because if I ever have this again, I'm just going to tase somebody. I'm done. I am not putting mm. up with this. 
And if he gets to, I, it wouldn't be a bad thing to have in your purse. If he get, manages to get too close to you one day, I would just tase him. Oh, I felt threatened. I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> maybe he had a heart uh, attack. <laughs> you know? um, Gee, maybe the yeah, poor guy I mean, had a heart attack. This guy's yeah. married and he has three kids. Like, what the hell? Like, he's that doesn't you know. matter. That doesn't matter. It's uh, he's probably whipped. Like his wife bosses him around, so he can boss. He feels he can boss you around. I see that frequently with men that have overpowering women, or they rescued these men and now they're the boss of them. These men will take it out on someone else. That's my unprofessional psychological impression of these nuts. Mm-hmm. So I would do everything you can to protect yourself and ignore as much as you can. And mm-hmm. I make a claim and... The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Dunkin' Refreshers are the perfect way to get a little more out of your day. With more tropical flavors like new mango pineapple and more ways to get glowing. Available with green tea, coconut milk, or lemonade. You've got what you need to make the most out of every moment. Even the ones spent stuck in traffic. (sighs) What a beautiful day. Sip into all your favorite Dunkin' Refreshers like new mango pineapple. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Additional charges may apply. Uh, I would ask what what they think you should do. Always a good thing to do. A woman by yourself. Somebody's annoying you, don't let it continue. Because it's like a stalker, you know? Mm-hmm. He's yeah. being annoying. But anyway, your family and spirit is much in love with you. They want you to be in love. And I'm sure as soon as this gentleman shows up on on your premises, this guy's going to take a walk. Okay. It's because is there there's any no timeline in, involved for the worldly gentleman? I like July through December. I'll go with that. How's that sound? Okay. That sounds good. All, All right. right. Thank now, you make so sure much. you don't hide yourself under a rock or in the closet or in your home. Okay? Make sure you get out and meet some nice yeah, looking I'm, gentlemen. I'm trying. I'm I'm pretty busy, but I'm trying. <laughs> okay. Good for you. Good luck to you, uh, dear. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye, bye Jackie. Right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Where are we here? I lost my list. Here we go. Um, our next caller, that was fun. Our next caller is area code 201. Hi, are you there? What's your name? Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you doing? Hi, this is Shalina. How are you? Sure. It's. Uh, how do you spell your name? S-H-A-L-I-N-A. Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Thank what can you. we help you with? I am torn between two people one i've been with for nine years one i've met i've known for eight months and i just want to see what you pick up on the direction i should go as far as romance yes okay uh if you've known somebody for eight years and they haven't made a move i would drop it and look at your second option that's just me talking um and we have when two I, children. Okay, you have two children. With that person, yeah. Okay. Oh, with the first person. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's hard to drop. Um, but I yeah. do, it doesn't <sighs> seem to be the interest in uh, making this like a marriage or a commitment. Is that how you feel? 
Uh, we just got married in August, actually. Oh, okay. So, like, don't think you want to drop it then. Okay. Um, well, that's remarkable because you kind of sounds like non-committable. You know, like uh, it took mm-hmm. him a while to get committed here. Uh, you've mm-hmm. met someone else. Um, do you want to end the first? I'd really look at this because it's not unusual. You know, just because we're committed or married doesn't mean we go blind. You know. We still no, look at exactly. things. Um, I, that's up to you whether you want to pursue it. I wouldn't after waiting eight years from a commitment. But maybe it's a, you have to ask yourself, is this kind of a, uh, in retaliation of some way? Like, I'm still attractive. You took me for granted. You finally committed to me, and now I kind of don't want you. <laughs> you, know? you have to go through this and ask, uh, ask yourself. Um, I will well, say I was mentally to, checked out. That's why. Okay. Um, I will say to you. I was trying to not tell you too much stuff. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Let me say to you this. Do you have a father figure that has passed away, a father or a man that would be uh, similar to a father, a grandfather or yeah. a gentleman that would let you do? Okay. Yeah. I, I feel the, a very fondness here, a fondness with a nice gentleman uh, kind of funny, like I feel like I, I want to say husky for some <laughs> reason. I don't know if his build was husky or his yes. voice was husky. Yes, his build was husky. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have. He's like a bear. I have um, a, a love for you, and I have a fondness yeah. for you, and I want the best for you. Yeah. Um, is this the best situation for you? I don't know. We all make choices, and he said, um, I ask you to consider the best thing for your children. So I think what he's trying to imply, I believe, I could be wrong, um, is <laughs> that the most stable situation for the children. The children need to know their father and their father in a good light. It doesn't mean that you have to stay married But whatever you do, make sure, I think what he's trying to imply is whatever you do, please make sure that the children have respect for their father. So, yeah. Uh, What you do personally, I don't know. I can't say, and I wouldn't advise you because this would be your choice. But I would say there's a lot of love and belief in you from this gentleman that you are capable of accomplishing quite a few things. You're very creative. Um, you're ver- a very good mom. And I think mm-hmm. that sometimes you think, when is it my turn? So maybe you want to investigate some avenues of self-exploration to make yourself feel um, like the talented, energetic woman that you are. I think this eight years has taken a toll. So that's yeah. about all I can say about that. But you have tremendous love from this gentleman in spirit who is a grandfather, did you say, or dad? He is actually a cousin that just passed away. A cousin? Okay. Long okay. Mm-hmm. Is he a fatherly type figure for you? A gentleman that yeah. would look at you fondly? He's okay. a lot older than me. Yeah. Okay. Like a, a big brother or an uncle fatherly kind yeah. of look. Okay. That's the impression that I get. Yeah. He has total belief in you, whatever you desire. And he just asked that you remember that the kids need a father they can look up to. So, and of course, that's up to him, the dad, 
to make himself responsible and uh, spend time with his children. I have of great, uh, I can father, say to you, um, you have a, a nice future ahead of you, whether you stay with this gentleman or not. Um, I think you will, but that is up for you to decide. You have a great future. You're yeah. only using, I feel like you're only firing like on one of four cylinders at the moment. So maybe some self-pampering, some self, if you can squeeze it in with the kids, uh, self-exploration of things that is creative. Um, so life isn't as, as a drudgery, okay? Um, he the also other person d- that I, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. The other person that's new um, made me feel alive again, like I was sleeping for eight years. Like I'll I actually bet. feel, I feel love. I feel beautiful. He motivates me. He inspires me. And it made me realize, like, this is how I'm supposed to feel. Like we can go for walks and just talk about life and goals. And I can see love in the eyes when they look at me where I all those things were missing and I actually suppressed it so much that I was just on autopilot. Yeah, I get that. I think a lot of women have been there. Um, I cannot advise in that capacity of of what you should do. I think you have to decide what works for you. How do you feel? You know, we all know we can get married very quickly and marriages can be undone too. Um, right. You have to you have to decide for yourself what works for you, but you want to right. be the best you you can be. So yes. as you explore that, try to remember that. And someone in heaven thinks the world of you. So <laughs> I want to give you that. Yeah. And as as with you to re, you can call on him at any time, just like you did on in his earthly life. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome, and I wish you a lot of luck with this. Uh, it's not Thank a great, you. you know, there is light at the end it's of the It's really time. hard few months. I know. I'll and bet. I really can't wait I'll to bet. see it because it's been really, really hard. I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I would not, um, not sure I would be able to be in that situation. Um, and I wouldn't know how to advise you, but you have to go with what makes you feel good yeah. as a person. Yeah. So I wish you a lot right. of luck with that and a lot of prayers, dear. Thank you. Thank you You're so welcome. much. You're welcome, dear. Good luck to you. Thank you. Hi, our next caller is area code 512. Are you there, please? Oh, hi. Hi, how are you? I have an interesting story for DJ. Thank you for taking my call. I don't. Can you speak up a little bit? hearing you. Can you either speak uh, into the mouthpiece a little bit or speak up? We're having a little trouble hearing you. Uh, 
Uh, let me see what my producer yep. says. If she can. Sure. Hold on, hon. Let me see what she's saying. Okay. Yeah, your your phone is like cutting in and out. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm standing still. Okay. Uh, can you speak up a little bit? Yes. Um. So this man who uh who uh I've been battling with him. He lives. Uh, he took my brown dog and then my cat, and I'm trying to retrieve it. And and the re and I'm gonna re- I'm trying to retrieve it with uh, with another form another way of getting help and that's from the phenomena. I asked the phenomena to help me. They said they're gonna help me. I'm trying to get my my two, my two pets he has. Uh, and then the other part is another pet. He called a pound, and the uh they're not they'll have a court on the 13th for them. But they're not going to give them to me. They're going to give it to my relative. Um, I don't know if I have consequences because he made up some stories that I'm trying to retrieve, retrieve right now the the pets. Oh, you're trying to retrieve your pets. Okay. Yes, yeah, uh, we're having we're still he's, having he's some trouble hearing you. Pet. My suggestion is yeah. is that you give us a call back, hon, because it's too hard for us to hear you. Can you hear me? It's a very bad connection. Um, it's only like every other okay. word. So I'm going to uh, ask the producer yeah. to uh, mute you, and if you can give us a call back, please. Thank you. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Our next caller is 480 area code. Hi, are you there? Yes. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, What's your name? My name is Keisha. I'm from Arizona. Oh, great to hear from you. How are you doing? I'm fine. What kind of question do you have tonight? I love questions. You you can't get anybody new. Yeah. Keisha, love (laughs) questions. As always. (laughs) <laughs> um, I'm getting the theme song from um, What is that? What is the name of that show? The Love Boat Not Japanese <laughs> oh. oh, The Love Boat Oh my god, that's old Probably too old for you um, yes. the love Let's okay, see gotcha. Uh Okay, so I have some female energy uh, in spirit around you. Um, I feel two of them, like maybe mother, daughter, sisters, Keisha, Keisha. Um, Do you have two female, uh, two ladies in spirit in heaven for you? Uh, if they're mother and daughter on my mother's side, that would be the grandmother and my aunt. They're the only okay. female. I'll go with that. Over. Grandmother and daughter. And, aunt, and I feel right. fashion forward with these two. I, I feel like what you look like is important. Um, I think that they're, they feel that looks are important. It doesn't have to be flashy, but, like, you should look your best. Would that sound like yeah. your aunt? Oh, yeah, she was always about neatness. She was real clean, and she 
iron. She wasn't no keeper that ironed everything in her house. Oh my God. And uh, God, I wish yeah, I was like so, that. Me too. <laughs> She I totally left. I'm she the was... messy girl in the family, yeah. so. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. She's like, oh, yes. She says, you just have to look your stunning self, and they're going to flock to you, she says to me. So now, Keisha, are you, like, secretly gorgeous and you're not telling me, or what? What's the story here? Because they, um, the ladies in spirit are are saying to me, why why are you alone? It's unbelievable. Oh yeah, well no, a lot of people tell me that I look a certain way, but you know, uh, you know, I guess it's how the person feels on the inside. You, okay, so not you are attractive, but you're just not feeling it inside. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that would be your homework, I would think, because. Um, there is a gentleman here. I do feel something with a plaid, and I feel like mm-hmm. uh, like a plaid long sleeve shirt, and I feel a youngish kind of guy, um, tall, slender, dark hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel very IT. You know what I'm saying? Tech, like oh. a geek, geeky kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, I like those types. You yeah. do? Like oh, good. Types, yeah. um, because he is. He's not unattractive he's handsome in a geeky kind of way and very smart okay this is what we want (laughs) that's good this is good um listen why do i have the k name i know her name is keisha he may have a k name too i don't know um okay uh, what's february what is february i guess that would be 2020 what's happening in february anything Nothing. I mean, there was a trip I wanted to make, but I don't know. Every year I seem to be putting this trip off, so I don't know. It could be anything at this point. All right. 20. The trip that you keep putting off, what are you talking about? Is it to go visit friends? No, go to another continent. It would be my first real international, not Mexico, but real international. <laughs> like, Are you talking like Europe? Yeah, Europe, yeah. Okay, good girl. You, don't put it off. Um, I don't know what February of 2020 is, but that's a possibility. You know, you keep putting it off, and meanwhile, life goes by. So I would make a plan so that you can pay for it in time and also uh, give you something to dream about. Um, life is for the living, and it is something to be cherished and enjoyed. And uh, is the impression I get from these two ladies who, now, the one lady I'm taking is the aunt. The younger of the two is sipping a cocktail. She doesn't drink. Okay, who is <laughs> no, sipping the cocktail? <laughs> who is okay. sipping the cocktail on that side? Oh, uh, it wouldn't be, be neither one of them. I know it wouldn't be her because she's really, she worked for the hospital and she's really, really one of those straight Type of oh, yeah, like but kind of I'm a the one, I don't drink either person. one, but I'm the one who drinks the cocktail. I don't drink oh. it to the point where I'm drunk, but every I go out just to look a part of the crowd, and only okay. one, one or two, and that's it. But that would be oh, okay. Me. What I'm getting is somebody is holding up this cocktail glass, 
So, like, uh-huh. cheers to you. So I think that's what they're trying to acknowledge. doesn't necessarily okay. mean I thought maybe it was she enjoyed a cocktail, uh, but uh, maybe I'm trying to reinvent what I saw. But I am seeing a cocktail being held here. So that's cheers to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you there's so many things that you're denying yourself is the impression that I get. And don't we do this? I'm like, oh, you know, I'm not going to do that. I can't afford that. I need this, da, da, da. But if you do it over a plan for it over a period of time, it's more obtainable. So I'm going to put that out there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about uh, there's a Spanish influence here, and I also feel an Italian influence here. So I don't know if either of those places, Portugal, Italy, any of those places, uh, appeal to you. But I feel like it's uh, more than one city. Yes, yeah. it would be okay. more than one city in seven days kind of thing. And oh, it's like man. a battering. So I'm going of, on a cruise to love boat. Oh, you know what? I would love to do that. I've seen this 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 thing, and it goes all around the Mediterranean, like all the oh. Spanish, French. I looked at oh. it. I was like, but that I know that thing is expensive. I just looked at it like a week ago or two, week or two. Oh, like fabulous. But I know I can't afford that. But the love boat, yes, that would be it. But that was the last <laughs> place I wanted to. Oh, I'm glad that yes, makes sense. Yes, that's it. Okay, uh-huh. good. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. No, I definitely feel there is some kind of travel going on here. Yeah. So, um, I mean, maybe it won't be next year for that particular cruise, but no, it could be another cruise. No. <clears throat> so, make your plans uh, okay. is is kind of the impression that I get from these ladies. Uh, okay. Life is too short. And make the plan. I also feel a career move going on, too, as well, is the impression that I'm getting from them. Um, they are definitely in your corner. Uh, make sure you mm-hmm. value yourself. They're giving me the lecture now. Make sure to tell her she values herself. I feel like a career promotion. Uh, it may be like lateral and then a promotion or a different company or something more exciting coming uh, in 2020. Uh-huh. Okay? okay? So I hope that is helpful to you. And, yes, there is love for you uh, when you start realizing what you have. Uh, inside of you and start enjoying your life. But I okay. do see this cute little geeky IT guy, and he's not little. He's tall in stature, so I feel um, a, okay. a very nice bookish kind of guy that when he sees you, uh, it's all over for him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I like this all right. Guy, guys. Yeah. All okay. right. Keisha, you Sounds keep good. it Thank up. So much. Enjoy your life. Right. I okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Uh, now, my producer, Tiffany, is telling me the love boat. She's going, I'm going to be singing this all night long. I can't help it when this stuff comes in. I don't. I, I really don't understand what happens, but um, I get snatches of songs and some kind of, some kind of crazy thing, words, blah, blah, blah. Uh, let me see what my producer says here. Do I have any other callers, Tiffany, or am I done? I'm at 851. Where am I? Oh, 218. Sorry, I forgot. I had another one here. Uh, area code 218, are you here? Thanks for waiting. Hi. Hi, how you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Um, what can we help you with? Um, I guess I just have a question about my grandma. Does she want to be in... <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing, but uh, does she want... Cause my auntie just asked us if we what we wanted to do with her ashes, and then I'm asking like 
does she want to be in a necklace? But, like, I can already, like, kind of, like, knowing my grandma, she's like, I don't want to be in no damn necklace. You know Yeah, what I, mean? I kind of get that. But let me get her for a second, uh, the impression of her. Um, I kind of feel like I don't want to be thrown around. I don't want to be divided up. Um, I, I, I almost feel as if she wants to be planted, she says. So I don't know if there's a family plot or someplace where she could go. Or she, I almost feel like she wants to be in one place. Like I, I, the impression that I get is that she does not want to be divided up. That's her fear. Mm-hmm. It's not that it really matters. She's in heaven, so it doesn't matter to her. But you know, like whatever you want to do, her preference is uh, I would rather be in one place. Is <laughs> kind of. The, the the thought of scattering her ashes or dividing them up um, kind of freaks her out a little bit. I, I got to share that with you. So you are more than welcome to do whatever you want with her ashes, but I kind of feel I want to be in a rose garden. I want she wants some dignity. That's what she wants. She wants uh, to to be treated with some dignity. Yes. Well, the tradition is to put. Um because she's Native American, the tradition is to have um, a spirit house on her property. Oh. Yeah, so she would be buried on her property in a little spirit house. That would be lovely. Um, What I would like, the impression that I get from this uh, lovely lady has beautiful hands, or she did have beautiful hands in her younger days, and I feel very creative, like busy hands, like she could do a lot of things, craft or yep. knitting or cooking. She could do a lot of things. She used her hands a lot uh, until I feel like the knuckles got bigger, like I feel they got more arthritic or something. But in any event, she had lovely hands. Um, I would. I didn't get a spirit house, but now that you said that, that makes sense. She would like to be in the ground or in something and with some nature around her, like roses or lilies or some kind of bushes around uh, is the impression. It would be some place where people could go and sit in contemplation or in prayer or to just think about life. Um, okay. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, that does. Okay. Is there an L in the family, an L name somewhere? Um, or a town or yep. a name? Or and, yeah, the, yeah, baby. Oh, okay, so she wants to acknowledge that. She gives me this big, beautiful script L, capital L, you know, yep. and like cursive. Um, so I think she's, she's acknowledging that baby. Yeah, he is, oh, my God, he is so handsome. I can't wait until oh. I have a baby. Oh. My sister, yeah, my younger sister just had a baby, and his name's Lorenzo. Oh, my gosh, that's beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, she must be aware of that because that's why she's given this beautiful L, cursive L here. And uh, I feel as if uh, um, she's just delighting in him and his <laughs> eyes. She remarks about his eyes, how beautiful his eyes are. So she is enjoying that. So much congratulations, best wishes to your sister and your family, and um, thank you for thinking of her. She says, thank you for thinking of me. 
You know what oh, I like about oh, her? She's really earthy uh, kind of person. Like, there's, she's very down to earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the impression oh, I get gosh. about this lady? Mm-hmm. She's spunky yeah. and spicy. Right, right. I identify with her tremendously, and I like her. I'm trying to think who she reminds me of. Almost like a Shirley MacLaine kind of feeling, like she just says what's she's very spiritual, not religious, but spiritual. And um, there's no holes barred on her. I mean, she does whatever it is, she just says it. And I like that about her. Blunt and to the point, but you know, they're very kind-hearted. And I, she's bringing me. She goes, "I'm honest." She said, "I may not have a lot of thrill, but I'm honest." Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that's what she's saying. And she says, "Thank you for thinking of me. I want to tell you, thank you for thinking of her." Okay. I always think of her. No, well, she's thinking of you as well. And anytime you can call upon her. All right, dear. Thank you. You're welcome. I hope you have a beautiful evening. You too. Thank you, dear. Uh, Thank you, (laughs) listeners, for tuning in tonight for our special event with our spirit person, Charles. I thought that was – thank you all for calling and sharing your stories with me and your spirit families with me. I enjoy meeting them very much. Thank you for allowing me to share uh, the experience I had with Charles. It was very interesting because um, I had never really been raised uh, with the concept of reincarnation. And although I had tried this three times and I did see things, I didn't really connect with the the way they looked at me. Uh, should have shown me right then and there the way I saw these some of these spirits or the way that I felt them. They one in particular was in a circle and it was a circus girl, like a trapezoist. And she was facing a bathroom mirror, a long mirror, and she was putting her eye makeup on, and she looked at me in the mirror. And she's putting that heavy black eyeliner on, and she looked away from what she was doing and right to the side, to her right, and she looked in the mirror dead at me. And I knew she could see me, but I knew it wasn't me. You know, I didn't feel that that was me. I felt that was a spirit that I happened to catch, you know, I happened to catch a glimpse of. And these other um, uh, reincarnation kind of past life things, experiences kind of reminded me of that. I saw lives and I saw people and they looked me in the eye and I thought, that can't be me. That's not, like, why would I look myself in the eye? That doesn't make any sense. So uh, what I've been studying since tells me that um, reincarnation is an Eastern philosophy adopted by some people to explain soul progression. And what I've studied since then tells me there is soul progression on the other side. So there is no need for progression on this side. And that is not the, that is an Eastern belief, not a Western belief. So, anyway, I've been learning more about that, and I thank you for allowing me to share that. Um, I am a psychic medium of Sarasota, or SRQ as we refer to it. My website is com. Please look me up, book a reading, um, uh, reach out and say hi, and thank you so much for tuning in and into the psychic flow. Thank you so much. Have a good evening. Till next time. Bye.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365 day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details.